What is happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 35 of your favorite podcast, the Gordai Podcast. I'm Rose Justin Mahaley alongside my co-host Scott Simmons. And today we're going to do a deep dive into the current situation and events that are happening. I know, I know, I know. We want to talk about fitness. We want to talk about mentality. No, 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 no. Sometimes when there's something so fucking big happening that my platform needs to be utilized to make this situation better, to make my country better, and to make each and every one of you see a different side, step up, utilize your platforms, I'm going to utilize it. We're going to talk about unlearning behaviors. We're going to talk about getting uncomfortable. We're going to talk about love and learning love and applying love to your daily life. Inside, I hope you guys let this episode touch you and reach you because I'm passionate about this and you guys should be too. Episode 35 brought to you by Revive Supplements. I'll see you inside. All right. You know what's wild is, do you remember when we recorded the podcast? Um, what was that? Two or three podcasts ago? where I made my initial statement about the current happenings. Was that three podcasts ago? I think so. And I was really nervous. Yeah. I was oh, really yeah, nervous yeah, yeah. to put that out. Yeah. Um, you. I remember you saying you didn't want the podcast to be all about it. I didn't want right? the podcast to be all about it, but today's going to be all about it. All about because it. Because it's becoming a bigger deal. Yeah. And now before you like turn it off and, well, I'll wait till the next episode or get back to fitness or get back to mentality. This one's, there is a very deep message here. Mm -hmm. And there's a very good message that I want to share and learn mm -hmm. that I think we can all grow from. But right now it's hard for me, you know, it's easy for me to post lifts and, you know, training stuff and clients on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to come on the podcast and act like there's anything else going through my mind, you know? Yeah. Because during times like these, you learn um, more about people, even if you don't want to even if you don't want to know it or you want to turn a blind eye to it, mm -hmm. everyone's reaction in times of extreme crisis. Um, and man, we thought the coronavirus was an extreme crisis. Yeah. What happened to that? Gone. <laughs> this one's way bigger. <laughs> yeah. This one's way bigger. And yeah. what's wild is that might rub some people the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, they'll be like, oh, the coronavirus killed a hundred thousand people. Man, racism has killed a lot millions and millions and millions and millions of people. Yeah. And racism forces, <laughs> you know, all of our African-American brothers and sisters to live in fear mm -hmm. and a powerful learning moment for me, you know, before this podcast, um, and I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm the Holy grail of information on this because mm -hmm. I feel like I truly opened my mind to actually learn mm -hmm. within the last couple of years. Okay. But I believe once that opened and once the entire light was cast upon what's actually going on, um, I realized that what I was hiding from was the responsibility that I owe people that I owe, I mean, not, not people that I owe my African-American friends, mm -hmm. clients, employees. Mm -hmm. There's a responsibility that I feel for you know, everything that's gone on, everything they've been through. And I'm mm. not sure why I feel that way. I have no idea what my ancestors were doing. I, yeah. you know, from what I know of my um, ancestry, which is actually pretty vast and we've talked about it a bit. Oh yeah. There's no type of like slave ownership or. Yeah. From what I know, we were of, illegal Italians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we, we uh, migrated over here from um, what was, formerly Slovakia, uh, and, uh, the Austria area. 
uh, we migrated over here from there and, um, you know, for my family just kind of got to work, um, normal lives and I'm yeah. kind of the first person that's not normal. Sure. I <laughs> guess. My, yeah. You know, true, my life is interesting. Um, but I feel a responsibility. I feel a responsibility because for about 25 years of my life, I, I, I turned an eye to it. Mm-hmm. I got really angry when I was told that I had white privilege, mm. I got very upset when I was staring, you know, what was racism in the face because I didn't want to believe that that's what it actually was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of things that white people cannot understand because we've never lived a day in that life. Yeah. And I want to say this because I'm sorry to, you know, anyone who, you know, I turned a blind, a blind eye on, I'm sorry for not learning sooner. I'm mm-hmm. sorry for not educating myself sooner. I'm sorry for not opening my mind sooner, but there's also an element of now understanding the responsibility I have that I think it's hard for other people to understand or mm-hmm. relate to mm-hmm. not comparing the two at all. Sure. One's vastly outweighs the other. Sure. But like the last two nights, you know, I, the video I posted on Instagram today, I, this is the third time I tried recording it. Yeah. And the last two nights, um, I wasn't able to sleep at all. Mm-hmm. And actually this morning around 6am it hit me what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to sleep because I knew that there's something I need to say and I'm not sure what it is yet. And it was causing me all kinds of anxiety. And, you know, yesterday on the lake, I was thinking about it a little bit and I was kind of meditating on it and it felt really good. Um, yesterday's meditation session felt really good. And then today, you know, I went for my walk and I knew exactly what I needed to say. Yeah. And the first two times I recorded it, you know, I told you, I, I, I don't want this to look anti anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to forget anybody either. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest issue is a racism issue. Yes. And racism is most rampantly um, directed in America towards Mm African-Americans. There's racism towards everybody. There is very much so. You know, there's racism towards Asians and Mexicans and everybody. But that's not where it's rampant. Mm -hmm. Where it's rampant right now. You know, it's just kidding. Your neighbor's house catches on fire. Okay. Call the cops. Yep. All right. Or call, call the fire department. Yep. Yep. And they show up and they knock on your door yep. to see if they want to. Do we need to pour water on your door or only the house next door? You mean the one that's actively on fire? The one that's actively on fire. My, my house is chilling. My house. I might is be cool. cooking a pizza. Yeah, one, a yeah. smoke. <laughs> exactly. So there's not. Yeah. There's just yeah. a little bit of smoke there right now. There's a fucking fire. Yeah. And it's within the African-American community being completely discriminated against, completely oppressed. Yeah. I mean, it is 2020 and they're still being oppressed and it is so fucking. That's my biggest thing is like, what are we doing? What are, how have we not gone further? Yeah. How have we not pushed it further? Yeah. So, you know, it was a very disheartening conversation that I had with, you know, someone unbelievably close to me a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. And I got, you know, I was sent a tweet that I did not agree with at all. And they wanted me to really agree with it Mm -hmm. because the way I was raised, I was supposed to agree with that tweet. Yeah. I didn't agree with it. I challenged the status quo. I challenged what was being said. Mm -hmm. I challenged what was being presented and the audacity in the middle of these protests, in the middle of everything going on. This person said back to me, Justin, black lives don't matter. All lives do. Do they though? 
because I saw a man and I have seen so many men mm-hmm. in the last, what, I mean, eight years. In the last eight years, I've seen so many men just killed, mm-hmm. just dead. Mm-hmm. But this one was different. This one, he was being crushed for nine minutes. While, while he was cuffed. While, while he was cuffed, while his life just slowly left him. Yeah. It's not a, yeah. Everyone's life who is born a human being does matter. Mm-hmm. But holy fucking shit. You are so fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. If in a time like this, you can honestly with a straight face say all lives matter because we have the most clear cut data. Mm -hmm. We're not even pulling up numbers. We don't even have if if you want to pull the numbers, this will go way deeper. We have the most clear cut data staring you in the fucking face screaming that racism towards African-Americans is a massive fucking issue. And it's Mm -hmm. happening right now in real time. And you have the audacity to say all lives matters. Yeah. That person is no longer part of my life anymore. And that hurts me really fucking bad. Cause it was someone really close to me. Yeah, I know. And that fucking sucks. And there's another one about to be cut off too. There's another one I gave an ultimatum to today. Yeah. Because I was told not to judge people Mm -hmm. with how they respond in times like these. Mm -hmm. Wow. Even just saying that absolutely disgusts me. So like my, my, my experience growing up, I'm from a little farm town. Yeah. Right. And I would say as a whole, I was uneducated about a lot of things. Like going to a city blew my mind absolutely you know that 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 blew my mind same this kind of thing i i mean i haven't had enough experience about it yeah so i'm really thankful for the friends we do have in the african-american community helping educate us they do and that's what's cool about our friend group is they all help educate us yeah and then people like yourself Mm -hmm. who are pushing putting themselves out there yeah pushing the boundary a little bit yeah kind of getting uncomfortable i mean by the time people hear this I'm assuming that photo I just took of Taylor will be up. Yep. It'll be up. And that's my way of giving back. And that's my yep. way of showing recognition, mm-hmm. but I can't say that I understand. I don't, I, and I truly don't like, I'm not a fan of the people who say that they cut, they're starting to understand even because I don't think we can. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think, think there's a single can. speck in our body that can. No, not even close. No, I, and I realized that when, um, it, it, it was very, very, very simple. A couple items happened this week. Okay. Uh, so number one, Jasmine's post. Yep. Okay. Yep. Number two, I went to Lowe's with uh, my handyman, dude. The great, the most clutch, the MVP, like the dude, greatest fucking pretty, handyman. He's pretty ever. awesome. Xavier. And yep. Xavier's a 25-year-old black man. Mm-hmm. Hardest fucking working person I know. Mm-hmm. He made my yard look fucking fantastic. It he does, did, looks he, great. Yeah, he did this ridiculous landscaping job in my yard. One of the most talented fucking people I know. And Xavier and I were at Lowe's and we were discussing the current situation that was going on and conversation started in the car. We were walking at Lowe's. I realized he became slightly uncomfortable. He, he not uncomfortable. Yeah. Uncomfortable. And he started talking a little bit quieter about it. Mm, he didn't want to hear one of the voices voice up. He was the only black person around. Really? Yeah. And no one else is even around. Yeah. And I sense this. And obviously I, you know, redirected the conversation into, you know, better things and happier things. Sure, looking at beautiful sure. flowers and plants and all that stuff. But I took note of that. Yeah. It was my job to end the conversation in the car. 
Mm. I didn't know that. I learned that. Got it. And it's not like he was mad at me or upset with me. He wanted to keep talking about it. You didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. And Xavier knows that I'm learning things in real time as well. Okay. Because he and I have had many, we're tight. We've had many conversations. Yeah, man. I mean, how was, tell me how that, like, I feel this is, we're talking about a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So bear with me. I'm not trying to offend anybody at all. How do you ask him about it without offending him? I told him, I was like, just so you know, like, I'm with you. Yeah. Right? Like I've got you. Yeah. Um, if there's ever an idea, if there's ever anything, you just let me know. Yeah. And you know, I'll, I'll make sure that to opened up make it happen. Conversation door. And so yeah, then we started talking about gotcha. it. Um, so I went out of my way and I was on my walk this morning, right after I filmed that video mm-hmm. and I passed, um, an African-American woman. We're on the same uh, side of sidewalk. And she gave me a really beautiful smile. She asked how my morning was going. I said, it's going very well. And I said, just let you know, you made my morning with that smile and I'm standing with you. I've got you. And she was like, don't make me cry on my walk right now. And I was like, you finish out that walk. Don't go crying. Yeah. So I got you. Yeah. Okay. And, um, in that, when we were at Lowe's, I realized this. And now I started paying attention because whenever I go out in public, everyone fucking looks at me. Yeah. It's like, no one's ever seen this fucking shit before. Yeah. Man, I started like looking around and just noticing people. And I was like, oh, fuck. People are wondering why we're together. Mm. People are looking at Xavier. Yeah. Being with me. Mm -hmm. That made me feel very uncomfortable. It was the first time I ever allowed myself to see it. Mm. I mean, I live in white suburbs. Mm-hmm. I live in the white suburban area of Austin, mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I used to live in downtown Texas, which is more, I don't know. I'm not even going to say it's more, it's more gentrified there. There's, I mean, there's a, a plethora of African-Americans and Indians yeah. who live in my neighborhood, Asians who live in my neighborhood. Yeah. Um, Austin's pretty diverse Austin's overall, very which is diverse. nice. But it's like, we're at lows at 1 PM on a Friday. Like everyone's white. Yeah. And so I realized through that there's just some things that I like shut the fuck up and listen and read the room, mm-hmm. which I don't always do. I don't always read the room because okay. usually I'm setting the room. That's fair. And in this situation, usually even when I'm out, I'm set. I'm, I'm the one setting the room. Yeah. Um, that was very eye opening. Mm-hmm. And then I recorded those first two videos and in those first two videos, um, what I did not include because I wanted to keep it more neutral, which I now realize again was wrong. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. Um, the first two videos, I did not note that I did not note the black lives matters slogan. I did not, I did not note that group. I did not note that you ideology. Like address it. Yeah. I, did, I, I didn't say those words. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third one, when I was recording that today, it was coming, you know, I, you know how I do it. Like, yeah. so for people who don't know, I just, I do one take. Typically. Everything's one take and whatever the fuck happens, happens. 99% of the time yeah. it's one. And that, because that's my emotion. That's my feeling. I love raw. I think it's powerful. I think it's dope. And I'm over here three takes deep and I'm like, what the fuck's the last time we did three takes of anything? Yeah. And I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm feeling this fear. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling all of these things. I, I, I put it all on Instagram. And then I texted Jasmine today and I realized or I said, I need to feel this way because I never have. Mm-hmm. But every time Xavier goes to Lowe's, he feels this way. Yeah. And that's fucked up. Dude, and I, that gave me the perspective. Yeah. And then in the video, I noted, yeah, 
I'm standing with Black Lives Matters mm -hmm. because until they fucking matter, until me and other fucking powerful white people force them to matter yeah. by eliciting change and forcing change, mm -hmm. all lives aren't going to matter. Yeah. Because our life is valued at a higher clip than theirs is right now. And that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's not fair. And that is a basic American human right that everyone is supposed to be equal. And right mm -hmm. now, the only mm -hmm. thing we have saying that's a Constitution and a Bill of Rights. Yeah. That's fucked. No one's listening. No one's listening. No one's following. It's not being enforced. Yeah. It's not being enforced. The wrong thing. And in fact, the opposite, the wrong thing is being enforced. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is by the literal enforcers. Yeah. And this is, again, I am taking no stances other than equality for my African-American brothers and sisters. Yeah. Equality for folks of all skin pigmentation. I mean, equality for women. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had this talk in the fucking kitchen earlier. Mm -hmm. Like there's things that being a white man gets you in the doors of. Yeah. That other people cannot get in the doors of. Yeah. Why? That's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like that's not okay. And until extremely recently, I didn't even notice that because mm -hmm. I was just living my life. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I'm wrong for that. And I, I, you know I, what? Yeah. For me, this is, this is kind of hit me this, this morning. Yeah. So this photo, this photo is that we took of Taylor with David. Um, I called Taylor first and asked her, you know, I, I want to make a photo. I need to like, as my way as a photographer, I have to, my impact is to make a, an impactful photo that speaks Absolutely. volumes without yeah. saying anything. Yeah. And so I asked her and then I called you cause you confided in me. So I confided in you after that. Yeah. And then I called Taylor back. And I said, you know what? I don't, the one thing I don't want people to do is misinterpret the photo. Yeah. And David spoke up. David is Taylor's husband in a really interracial relationship mm -hmm. for those who don't know. And David goes, don't be afraid to be uncomfortable for a couple hours because Taylor's been uncomfortable. Taylor and all of African-American community has been uncomfortable for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck. What that is again? Who cares about a little photo that I'm about exactly. to take? It's about to push a boundary yeah. that might make some people uncomfortable. Yeah. That might close some followers. Yeah. That who honestly, who cares about Doesn't that? Make you feel kind of stupid. It does. Like when I, when, when, today, when he told me that I was like, what? Yeah. I'm an idiot. When I realized it today, like you felt fear and uncomfort for the first time in your life. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, but, I'm definitely still a little nervous to put it out. Yeah. But I'm, and then I said the same thing to Jasmine. Yeah. And Jasmine goes, if anybody's going to give you a hard time, fuck that person. Yeah. Yeah. Because that person doesn't understand. They don't understand. And they're the ones that are starting the, you know, yeah. the, the, the negative fight. They are. They are. Yeah. And that's powerful. But we learned what that, you know, what that fear is like. But what I'm most proud of is we put ourselves out there to to feel like this is how change happens. We need to feel it. This is how change happens. We're forcing More people to feel need it. to feel this. Yeah. More white men and women need to fucking feel the fear and the mm -hmm. uncomfort right now. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening to this podcast, I challenge you. I, I beg you. I am on my fucking hands and knees begging you to please. I don't give a fuck if you have five followers. People focus so much on, well, you know, like I only have 400 followers. Like no one's like nobody's see my watching message. me. Oh yeah. my God. Bro. Go back and listen to that role model mindset fucking yeah. uh, podcast again. I, I am challenging you. I'm begging you. I'm pleading you. You don't know. What if your message being shared is the one that saves the next life? I can't, I, I couldn't go another day. I knew today was the day that this video has to be perfect. And I had one shot. You have one shot to nail this because if something happens tonight, 
Yeah. And I said nothing. Yeah. I have to live with maybe I could have been the change. That's that butterfly effect, man. It is. It, I'm not going to have that. Yeah. And that's and, why I love these cops that are going out and saying stuff. Absolutely. Putting themselves out there. Absolutely. Dude, the cop in uh, Flint, Michigan, mm -hmm. that took all of his right gear mm -hmm. off. He was yeah. the, uh, he was the, uh, do that one. He was the, uh, oh, what the sheriff? Fuck was he was the sheriff. Yeah. That yeah. one gave me chills. That one was nuts. I saw that and I thought, that guy, that's who, that's who you need to. Look at. Yep. Yep. That's it. That, that from the white, from the white person model. standpoint, yeah. that's who you need to look at. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, again, I want to challenge you guys. Listen, I, again, I very recently, you know, realized this as well is African-Americans have been protesting and they have been speaking out and they've been standing up for, and they have been voting in ways that they believe directly benefits them. How can the people who are constantly oppressed and who have been oppressed and who will continue to be oppressed unless you and I keep speaking up? How are the people who are being oppressed the ones that are going to elicit change? They're not. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen when you and I join them. It's going to happen when all of us create a movement for change. It's going to happen when folks are held accountable. It's going to happen when we don't allow any other choice but for equality to be the one that exists right now. It's not going to happen until these items are met. And again, I'm going to beg you and plead with you. If you have a social media account, articulate your thoughts that match with your beliefs that pushes this agenda of true equality. Not what a stupid fucking piece of paper says that's disrespected. Every single day, a piece of paper that you and I don't even know what the fuck it says on there. That's how little it actually means, because until something's actually applied, until it's enforced, it means nothing. And right now it's not being applied and enforced. You have a voice. You have a powerful voice. I'm begging you. I'm inviting you. And I'm also telling you it's going to be OK for you to use it. Stop fucking worrying about the repercussions. What repercussions? How can you sit back and be silent right now? I know you've all seen the memes and people saying in X, Y, Z. Silence is empowering the oppressor. It is. It is. You can run. You can hide all that shit, but you can't escape the reality of what we're living in right now. And we have to change that. I heard something really nice um, yeah. earlier today was that everybody's an influencer. Everyone is. You have influence over somebody. Mm -hmm. And... Justin, referencing your social media account, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, your, the contacts in your phone. Yeah. Um, you know, if you feel like you want to talk to somebody about it and you, even if it's a white person to another white person, just have an open communication about it. That's a yeah. good start, I would yeah. assume. And, but uh, you know, someone is watching you. Could be a family member, could be a friend, could be a loved one, could be a spouse, could yeah. be a kid. That's going to impact somebody. It's going to impact somebody. And, and you know, I, I also don't want to get too caught up, which I feel like I kind of already have. So I do want to backtrack a little bit. Um, everything, my mind just jumbled right now. My mind jumbled because two of the what closest wanna... fucking people to me are like just frustrating you beyond that. Yeah. Like my, my, the entire response to this situation is frustrating. Everything going on is frustrating. If, if you can step up and donate, if you can, Go to a peaceful protest. If you can, we, we, we were discussing going to a peaceful protest tomorrow morning. 
I want to make sure I want to make sure it's peaceful. I want to, I'm not going to be part of something. I'm not going to support something that's not peaceful. That's a key word. Um, yeah. And so we're, we're seeing how tonight goes. Mm -hmm. Um, Monday is the wildest fucking work. Like you guys should see my Mondays, Mm -hmm. but we're going to fucking cut everything out. Um, after our morning phone call, you know, if, if everything is peaceful, I want to go. Um, and I, I will, I will go and I will be part of it. Donate your time. Time's a huge factor. Strength comes in numbers and and strength comes from a vision and a message that aligns. A large issue with why so many protests don't work and the current state of protests aren't working is because the vision isn't aligned. There's, you know, 90, 98% of the people there are to push an agenda and to push equality further and to make this thing stronger than it's ever been. The issue is the 2% of people who the media shows and the 2% of people are causing the ruckus and the mm-hmm. 2% of people are ruining it for everybody. Protests only work if the vision is aligned. You and your department can't go to the CEO of the company and have all these jumbled thoughts and ideas about some change that needs to happen and it be respected. Mm-hmm. Like that's not how change happens. Change happens because there's one vision. The one vision is equality. So think about that. Donate your time. Donate your words. Donate your beliefs. Donate cash if you want to. Whatever helps push this mission forward. But I want to talk about unlearning behaviors because as I've alluded to and talked about twice now on this podcast, I've been extremely let down this week. And I was raised, um, I was raised in white suburbs um, in a city with a, you know, in a decently high crime rate. Um, a lot of black on black violence, a lot of black on white violence, a lot of white on black violence. A lot of violence was in the inner inner city of where I'm from. Mm -hmm. I was out in the suburbs. I was safe. If you leave the front door, you know, unlocked at night, you were fine. No one was ever going to know. If you leave the cars outside, no one is even going to garage door open, cars unlocked, all of it. Everything's fine. You're safe. You're sleeping really fucking well. Like it wakes you up if a dog barks, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It's that kind of neighborhood. Yeah. And I was raised, um, I, I was, I was absolutely raised and taught racism. Mm. I was, um, that doesn't feel good to say. It doesn't feel good to talk about. It doesn't, that's not fun as a child. It isn't really your responsibility. What your mind is being filled with. There's only so much you can control. You're impressionable. And you're going to follow the path that, you know, the leaders in your life are setting down for you. I'm not angry at these people. I don't hold grudges against these people. I just understand that they were too close minded and they didn't have real world experience with anything but what they were taught and learned. Mm -hmm. And in my hometown, this is still an issue and racism is still very rampant. As a child, it's not your responsibility, but as a fucking adult, if you just decide to not change, that's a choice. That's your responsibility to change, to grow, and to adapt. It's your responsibility to decipher what's right and wrong and not just focus on these fucking labels all the time or not just roll with your culture, whatever the fuck that means. Mm -hmm. It's your responsibility to just change. 
adapt. This doesn't mean you have to be this, you know, educated holy grail of information on racism and politics and sports and no, 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 no. It has nothing to fucking do with that. This just means that you should be able to look yourself in the mirror and be like, oh shit, yeah, man, that wow, that was wrong. I, yeah. I probably, you know, I shouldn't feel that way. I shouldn't think that way. That's yeah. not, you know, what I believe. Mm-hmm. I went to college, and I remember for the first time in my life, I was around a gay person. Mm. He was uh, a member of the track team. Great fucking dude. Yeah. Great fucking dude. And he's yeah. very successful right now. And he's a uh, part of a huge construction company in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was around like the first ever African-Americans I was in my life. And one of them, Mike Nwankwo, became my best fucking friend. And we roomed together for like four years, four and a half years. Like mm-hmm. we lived, we had a wall separating us. Mm-hmm. And like through this time, you know, I realized, you know, there, 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 there were so many other fuck when you're a division one, you know, athlete, uh, being a white man here, you become an extreme minority, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, it's a family and it's a culture and it's like all these things that you like adapt and respond to. And, you know, through this time I realized, man, these are great people. Like, these are the best fucking people like I've ever met. Like Mike's one of the smartest fucking dudes I know. Like, yeah. Mike's very ambitious and yeah. you know, big visions, big goals. Um, like he, he, he changed the way that I thought and he challenged the status quo without understanding the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. Mike was from Dayton too. Springfield is a suburb of Dayton. So, you know, Mike kind of understands like what goes on there. Um, but through him, I was able to learn and he's a leader in the African-American community. And so I was around a ton of his leader friends and mm-hmm. he'd bring all these people around who are obviously African-Americans. And I was like, holy fuck, man, like all these people are so nice and like cool and like cordial and like smart, like fucking smarter than me. Yeah. And like they're actually like eliciting change in the world. And I'm sitting here playing fucking Xbox. Yeah. And like so I started looking in the mirror like. Wait, everything that I was taught was wrong. Yeah, like what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think through that's where I started, you know, learning about the culture, mm-hmm. about the struggles. I started learning about oppression. I started learning about how our life was different. Um, I remember Mike and I were walking. We we're going to walk to somewhere, Chipotle, Kroger, like whatever. And he had a black hoodie on and he went in. We we're about to leave. And, you know, I was in all black and it was nighttime and he changed to a light colored hoodie. And he didn't wear anything on his head. They like, didn't put his hood up or to anything appear less threatening. Yeah, to appear less threatening. Wow. To avoid the any yeah. convert, any yeah. potential yeah. confrontation. And I don't even know if Michael remember that. Dude. Wow. But like, I, was, I remember like Could the you- whole walk there. I was like, oh. I can't oh, even, I oh. can't even think about like when I leave the house, like what you're talking about, like yeah. Xavier saying yeah. to his girlfriend or his fiance or whatever. Yeah. I couldn't imagine leaving the house going, no. I need another hoodie. No. In a while. That would, damn. No, and I'm just dressing all black in my hood up. Yeah. And I'm just like, I didn't even think anything of it. Isn't that That's fucking wild. nuts. So, you know, through all of this, I guess I like, this is how I unlearned the bullshit. Mm-hmm. This is how I unlearned the things I was, I was taught. And, you know, through this, I, I, I realized that, you know, love is learned. Peace is learned. Compassion is learned. 
But the more I learned the the peace, the love and the compassion, the more I realized the hate and the silence and the prejudice and the anger, all of that's learned too. Yeah. All of these things are programmed into your mind. What you do with that programming, whether you override it and make it right or you leave it be and just ignore it and allow it to be wrong. That's your call. But I honestly couldn't sleep at night knowing that there's better I could be and there's more that I could do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it just feels it, that like that wouldn't f- I I can't imagine allowing myself to be so wrong. Well, I mean, for for me, it's like I'm trying to start a new business. Yeah. I just made the decision to do that. Yeah. I can. I did it. Started it. Yeah. It's already like as active like the the, the paperwork is all done mm-hmm. and we're just waiting to launch it. Yeah. You did the same thing with Tima Haley. Just, One day you just had these thoughts. Yeah, you just go. And a lot of the African-American community doesn't have the ability to do that. They have more fear. The fear. Because it, yeah. of backlash. Yeah. Or because of, I mean, dude, dude, there's literally white people who won't buy from black owned businesses. In 2020, fam. In 2020. What the fuck are you? Dude, Mike started a little business. Mike started like a beard grooming um, business side with his brothers. Nice. Like a, um, a um, like it's more than beard grooming. Like beard care? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And like, uh, I think there's like some facial care, okay, like stuff okay. like that. And um, like, I, I mean, that's dope as fuck. But the way you have to approach it is just so much different than it you know, our business. Yeah. Like my point was like, that was so easy. It was so simple. And I have no context as to if that would be difficult. Yeah. Because you have to worry about so many things that, you know, African-Americans just have to worry about so many more things than what we have to worry about. And you guys, it shouldn't fucking be this way. We should unprogram this from everybody. You want to change the status quo. It has to be challenged. If you're talking to your sister, your mom, your grandpa, your best friend, anyone around you, and they insinuate something that's, you know, anti-African-American or anti-anybody. Mm-hmm. Set them fucking straight, dude. Don't just sit there and let people, don't just allow them to talk. Don't just allow them to act like they can just say whatever they want so freely. Just because you're in the confines of a home and no one else understands, that's a disgusting mentality. Mm -hmm. And that's a deep-rooted issue that that person has. You have to be able to stand up, have the uncomfortable conversations, speak out, speak in for what's right, make wrong right. And if people won't hear you, dude... I would not get caught being surrounded by people who, who exude these beliefs. If, if we don't have the same level of opportunity for business, for relationships, for education, for success, for success in any facet, doesn't matter. Yeah. This is, we're not living in America. No, this is for, no. that's yeah. where we live. That's what the point of this place, this country is. Aren't we, aren't we supposed to be a democracy? That's the aren't point. Are we supposed to all have a voice? And the only time anyone has a voice is when fucking voting polls open. No one has a voice before that or your African-Americans don't have a voice before that or after that. Yeah. It's like, go cast your vote and then go home. Like no one listened. I mean, yeah. like That's it, not acceptable. That I mean, it, it's as simple as it can get. That's what it is to me. It is. We should it, all have the same. We all right. need to have that equal right because you guys, it doesn't take away from our quality of life because everyone else has an equal opportunity as we do. In fact, it probably makes it better. I was just going to say it would absolutely enhance the experience we have here on earth. Think about it. You have a business. It's got a hundred yeah. employees. Yeah. Let's just hypothetically say that. Yeah. Well, what if you had a hundred more? Yeah. 
and your business is a hundred percent white. Yeah. Well, you had, now you had 50, 50% blacks. So now you have 200 employees. Yeah. Wouldn't you assume your business would do better yeah. with 200 brains rather than a hundred? Yeah. It, it very easily would. Yeah. It very easily would. What, what's wild to me is the only fucking difference is a pigmentation and skin. What? The only, the, that's the only yeah. difference that's it. here. Yep. The only difference is where in a, in the world you originated from and you know, how intense your skin had to be pigmented to be able to like block the sun. Yeah. To be able to survive and Just, thrive yeah, as to a protect, human being. To protect your to body protect from your like body. disease like cancer. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's really what, like, that's really what makes people mad at someone else is, well, you originated from a different place than me. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, it's so fucking stupid. But you guys, it's up to us. It's up to white people. It's up to white men. It's up to white, powerful people. From my stance today... And by the time you guys hear this, you're going to see what my company, uh, what our company is doing tonight to further push this and to further break this silence. You guys, it has to keep going more. My, my mission is for more white, powerful people to fucking speak out. If you are concerned that you speaking out will lose you a friend, you need better friends. If you are concerned that you speaking out will affect your business, you, I mean, you don't have a business. It's a fucking joke. If you're concerned that you speaking out is going to offend somebody, offend a white person. God, even saying that is just so pitiful because what the fuck do we have to be offended by? Then you need to get your fucking thoughts together and you need to be able to get uncomfortable. You have to be able to just fucking stand up. Too many people are focused on the wrong things. Like Republicans are focused on Republican shit. And actually, you know what? I'm just going to call it. So many Republicans want to be focused on blue lives matter. Yeah, dude, they absolutely do. Yeah, hundred percent sure, do. Sure. And, and Democrats want to be focused on this, this pushing of the black lives matters and all this stuff. Yeah, they do. Okay. They absolutely do. Why the fuck do we got to pick one? Why can't we just say, yeah, that one cop was bad. The other cops who, who, you know, affected the other people's families' lives and took a life away. They were bad people. Why can't we just fucking be team right? Why can't we just all fucking stand together? Why does everything have to have a fucking label? You putting labels on everything is demeaning who you are as a fucking human being. And you need to be classified into something. You you act like you have to like battle to the fucking death over being a Republican or a Democrat or Trump or anti-Trump or all this shit. And you're focused on the wrong fucking things. And that's why shit's not changing on the local level. That's why shit in your fucking city still sucks. That's why there's no progress being made. My fucking God, you guys really think any of the any of the political figures that you're supporting give a fuck about you or any of this no it causes mass hysteria mass hysteria forces more governmental control do you not understand the national guard and the army rolling in to shut down your fucking cities is extremely counterproductive to your city booming as an economy and your personal growth as a human being this is taking away from you and you're over here too fucking worried about what trump tweeted last 
Make a fucking change in your life and at the local level and stand up for something you believe in. It's not Republican or Democrat, dude. Fuck that shit. Honestly, fuck that. If you classify yourself in one of these categories and you can't leave this fucking category, you have to stay here in this square fucking box, then you are demeaning yourself as a human being. And honestly, you're fucking disrespecting all the humans around you by limiting your power to just fucking stupid ideology and and being so angry or so glorifying someone who doesn't even give a fuck about you. Yeah, the president of the United States of America does not give a fuck about you. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter what color they are. They don't fucking care about you because 50% of us hate them. 50% of us love them. And it just doesn't fucking matter to them because nothing they do is going to be good enough. And you guys are so angry about the wrong shit or you're so mad at police officers. Mm -hmm. If someone breaks into your house right now, you're going to call police officer and all here you are being Mr. Tough. No, I'm going to take care of it myself. (laughs) I'm going to call my neighbor. No, if you're being held at fucking gunpoint, you're you're probably going to try to get 911 on the phone to get someone fucking dispatched. And if you wouldn't, you're a fucking moron. It's pretty simple as good and bad. It's good and it's bad. There's right right and and there's wrong. And that's that's a human. It's really fucking easy to decipher, but you're fucking labeling yourself and you're acting like anything that falls outside your stupid little fucking label is wrong, 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 wrong. Protest, wrong, rioting, wrong. Who the fuck are you as a white person to tell other people how to act during times of anger and anxiety? They've been fucking shut up by us and told what the fuck to do by us for hundreds of fucking years. And you're going to tell me that them burning down a target is the worst thing that's ever fucking happened to you when target can rebuild that shit but we can't bring any of these people's lives back yeah i don't fucking condone rioting either i don't fucking support rioting either but i support people utilizing their freedom of speech and expression because they've been shut the fuck up by us for so long and if you're worried about that you're worried about the wrong fucking things target can be rebuilt cities can be rebuilt it is not right to riot and loot them and do all this shit and take advantage of the situation for your own personal benefit it is not right at all but who the fuck are you to tell them what's right and wrong when we've wronged them for hundreds of fucking years dude that's pathetic shut the fuck up it's not about what you want as a white american it's not about what i want it's about what's needed to elicit change maybe these people are rioting and looting because they haven't ever fucking been heard and that's how they think they can now be heard so maybe we shall shut the fuck up and listen Because we don't know what it's like in their life and we can never relate and we can never understand because there's never going to be a single goddamn day you're able to fucking understand. Have we have we ever even considered the fact that our actions may have caused them to think this is the right thing to do? No, this no. Is all we're doing. No, because we're caught in this little fucking bubble. Exactly. That everything outside's wrong. Yep. Well, <laughs> well, when a black man kills a white man, we don't go <laughs> riding in the streets. Yep. I mean, honestly, like, like honest, straight the fuck up. If you think that I would like you to remove yourself from ever listening to a podcast or supporting me on any social media platform, because holy fuck, I can't understand how stupid you must be. We have to just literally, like Scott said, it's really this simple. It's really, 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 really this simple. Just be better. How, how, how can you be better? How can you stop spreading hate? How can you spread love? How can you spread support? How can you spread compassion? Who can you listen to? Who can you shut the fuck up and listen to? Because you don't understand what's going on and you can listen to how to help, how to help them, how to help a community and how to help this fucking agenda of equality get pushed further. Here's what it is in my head. Do you listening to this 
I'm assuming predominantly white listeners listen to this. Yeah. I'm assuming that. Yeah. Think about right now while you're listening to this. Do you want to wake up in the morning, feel safe and be happy and feel loved and feel connected, feel strong, feel like you have all the opportunity in the world to make your body better, Mm -hmm. get any food on your plate, Mm -hmm. have shelter over your head, Mm -hmm. have opportunities for career advancement, Mm -hmm. financial things and to help your family. Mm -hmm. Do you want that? So does everybody else in this fucking country. Do you want to walk down the street without fear? You want to go to the grocery store without fear? You want to fear? drive a car without fear? Yeah, drive a car without fear. Yeah. Do you, you want to do all pass these a, Do you want to pass a cop without fear? Yeah, without fucking fear. Do you want to look at the government and think they're doing the right thing for us? Yeah. Everyone deserves that. And if you don't agree with that, then I, I, I would really like you to see yourself away from my platforms. When you die at your funeral, they're going to talk about how good of a person you were. They're going to talk about the way you impacted they're going to talk about the legacy you left behind. They're going to talk about the way that you touch people. And they're going to talk about the shit that you did in your life. If you go through life, you do the right shit, and you stand up for the right shit, and you utilize your voice, and you utilize the platform that you have, no matter who you are, if you go through life and you push a basic human rights movement further, if you go through your life and you choose to stand up for good over bad or evil, as many opportunities as you can get. Number one, you're gonna have a huge fucking funeral show out. <laughs> number two, you're gonna you're gonna be remembered for a very, very, very long time. It might not be on a global scale, it doesn't need to be. You're gonna be remembered for generations. Your name's gonna be passed down from generations because you forced change and you stood up for something that might not have been popular to stand up for at the time. But when you go to your funeral, whatever you believe happens, you know, after death, whatever the next spiritual life there is i personally believe there's life after death but not in a very religious way i have my own beliefs we'll mm-hmm. talk about that sometime that'll be yeah. kind of cool i'd be down to talk about that um you know what do you think you happen- have oh, wait, to can, can we yeah. back up yeah what do you think happened like not what do you think yeah but when you if you pat when you pass yeah and you do believe in an afterlife of some yeah. kind what do you think happens there? Do you think everybody still hates the fuck out of each other? Exactly. No. It's we've all, all neutral. We've all been taught it's love. It's love. Why aren't it's, we doing that now? And it's also fair game. And, but everything you did in your past life, a lot of people listen to this will be like, no, like you die. I think you die. See, I, I don't. I, I, I think your spirit, we'll talk about that in our time. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. The point was like. I, it's it, all it's, fair game. Yeah. And all bets are off. And all emotion, all logic, everything. It, the only item you have at that point that you're walking around with is what you did in your past life. Are you okay staying silent on all these matters? And you have to sit there with yourself, with everyone who's around you, all the other, whatever spirits maybe that are around you looking at you like, Oh, that person stayed silent when they should look at this. It's as simple as this fucking stupid ass thumbs up and thumbs down on YouTube. It is. You got a thumbs up over your head or a thumbs down. Yeah. It's really that fucking simple. What'd you do? What'd you Mm -hmm. do? What, what did you do in the times when you needed to step up? What did you do in the times where you had a choice between right and wrong? What did you do in the time that you had to step out of your stupid little bubble that everyone puts themselves into? To elicit change. I highly, highly, highly encourage you to utilize your voice, utilize your platform. Um, if you have privilege, utilize that privilege. Don't fucking, dude, you know what I'm not fucking down with? Hmm. Not fucking down with these people who are like, I'm checking my privilege. 
the fuck you no use that shit use that shit to elicit change to fucking check your privilege use it use that Dude, fucking privilege ev- fucking put it towards something everybody everybody wants a label oh my god even they if do. they even want their own like they put labels on others but they want yeah. their own label people will fight so fucking hard to just appear like they're god, good can you not just like can we just live can we just be happy like, yeah, yeah can we just do can that we just like live and can we just hang out like we would in the yeah car? just hang out in our circle Group yeah. of friends yeah. playing some fucking cards, yeah. having a good ass. And time. if you were born with a privilege, utilize it to make the world better. Yep. If you weren't born with a privilege, do everything in your power to be able to obtain, you know, a privilege within your life. Yep. It's really that simple. It's right and wrong. It's what did you do? At the end of the day, did you do your job or did you drop the fucking ball? It's tough times, you guys. And I truly believe white America should feel some type of responsibility for what's happening right now. This is me using my voice, using my platform. You can love me. You can hate me. I don't care because when I die at my funeral, people are going to say I did the right fucking thing. People are going to say I stepped up. People are going to say I had their fucking back. People are going to say I changed the world. I challenged the status quo and I made this a better fucking place to live. I'll plug my buddy, this hat I'm wearing right now, CJ's brand, uh, Thrive on Life. Mm-hmm. This hat I'm wearing says, strive together, thrive together. Mm-hmm. We must strive together yep. to be strong, to grow. You can't be selfish yep. in order for all of us to thrive together. Stronger the community is, the further we'll go. And I mean, everyone who lives in this country has an element of love towards America. Mm-hmm. If, I don't know if you try to be one of the rebels, that's like... Oh, just get the fuck out dude honestly like what the fuck like what the what you know what? spacex needs some testing spacex needs i'm just they like just shot that rocket i just don't i i don't understand those people because like like this is a dope fucking place and it's this the is like best a, place you know it's a, it is it is, it is like the best it's, place. it's it's hands down yeah fucking if i'm biased whatever fuck it like this is a dope fucking place to live but we can make it way doper. We can make it way cooler. We can make it way better. If this, we're all together, the strongest community we can possibly be. We push the agenda. We we achieve true equality. And man, to some of you, this might sound like a pipe dream, but I can see it. I know that it's coming. I know we can get there. But the only way we can get there is all of us together, all of us pushing, all of us forcing that to happen, challenging the status quo, challenging the norm, and just fucking work on this. Don't let this be like a two-day thing for you don't just call your friends out for the next week no force change force uncomfortable situations force shit to fucking happen it is that simple it's your duty as a human and it's what we owe to all of our brothers and sisters who have experienced discrimination who continue to experience oppression i'm tired of it i'm tired of it you guys This shit fucking sucks and you should be tired of it too. So let's take our responsibility and let's get better and let's make the world a better place. Episode 35. That's all I got.